Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and I want to welcome you to the Shaman's Cave. And I'm Renee Barbo, and we are excited to be here with you. And we have a topic for you that those of you who are diviners and ultimate astrologers and, and all of that might resonate with or not. <laughs> Everything that we talk about, you might resonate with or not. We're just sharing. And, um, and that's what the web of life is about. Every being, you and every being that's alive has a unique gift to share with the web of life. And Renee and I are fulfilling our destiny and sharing what's important to our souls and and what we've learned through our vast experience. <laughs> we both have vast experience in um different topics and getting through struggles and creating more magic in the world and creating more healing in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, New Year's becomes very, very tricky for me. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to talk about um, for me because um, I write a newsletter every month called the Transmutation News. I have not missed a month since the year 2000. Dedicated. It's translated into close to 13 languages by volunteers. They've never asked for a cent. They put an unbelievable amount of work into the newsletter every month. You have no idea what goes into this. And Sylvia Edwards, my webmaster, trying to uh, bring this all together for us. And every new year, I write exactly the same thing. Probably for close. <laughs> Save you some writing time. <laughs> I know. I was thinking maybe I'll just look at my newsletter from last year. For 10 years ago. I'm going to say the same thing I told you 10 years ago. <laughs> and um, what my spirits share with me is the biggest danger that we can get into is making predictions. And as you know, that's what happens on New, New Year's. Your email box becomes flooded with every single prediction known to humankind, from astrology to tarot to uh, shamanic journeys to ancient stories to, you know, the list goes on and on and on. But we're addicted. We're literally addicted to predictions because... It's like it gives us a string to hold on to. Um, we're all trying to, to hold on. And we want to know the good predictions. And we want to know how to protect ourselves from the bad predictions that are coming on. But what my um, helping spirit, the Egyptian goddess Isis, says to me is that the future is created by the present. Mm. Um, so there is no way to predict the future because every single day that you make a choice changes the future. Mm -hmm. Every single day that you make a choice changes the future and nobody can predict that. Nobody. I was uh, doing a soul card reading uh, for somebody this month. And so somehow in her mind, she had decided that I thought, told her she was going to get pregnant this year. And 
And I'm there like, well, let's see. You got pregnant. You got married. That was pregnant. You you got you started a new business. That was pregnant. I said, you know, so every decision you made took you further away from the mom decision. In that moment, you bought a new house that you had to renovate. You started a new business that needed tending to. They were you were pregnant with with a lot of creation possibility, and I think you did a really great job bringing some stuff into the world. But don't hold me to what I said you were going to birth, you know. <laughs> and then she's there like, oh yeah, and and then and as we talked, she could even see herself like where she moved away from. Like if maybe that mom scares you. So you'd like, oh, well, I'm going to start the business. I'm going to do this. I'm, you know, so one of the things that um, I learned when I was in the, the light body school was that we have to be really careful about what strands of destiny we bring in for people, because there might be six other ones behind that that we're not seeing that could be far better solutions than anything that our, our limited imagination can can imagine. And I've noticed that even for myself, it's like, if I get fixed on an idea, like I was going to build this building and I get fixed on that idea, I would have missed out on the whole opportunity to build something else. We just get so going down in the road that you miss all of, you know, like you miss the turn where you would have met that lover or, you know, the new job. And so I'm very, very careful about in my soul card readings to really give people a layout for possibilities without telling them this is going to happen or, you know, years later, oh, that happened, that happened, that happened. Well, I don't even think that I said that because I usually, you know, not there in the moment saying it. So, but, but really around New Year's and predictions, I, I stay clear of those because they're, did you ever notice, Sandra, they're never really very good? <laughs> no, no, they're not. And I had the um, wonderful opportunity, and I've talked about this on shows, to study Tarot with um, Angelis Arian. And Angelis was amazing. I know uh, some people don't uh, connect with her work, but... I studied with her, and she became one of my greatest mentors. And um, if you went to for a tarot reading with Angie, and she did a full card spread for you of um, 10 cards or whatever, and let's say you picked every card was what would be called an, uh, a negative challenging card in the deck. Every card you picked was a <laughs> was upside down <laughs> the first card in the deck you left that reading thinking that your life was the best life and on top of the world she had the most amazing gift to reframe every challenge into a gift hmm. she had the ability to change reframe every challenge into a gift so that the only thing that you left with was the gifts that you now have mm. and as people know i call shamans gardeners of energy and the seeds that we plant will grow and they do grow mm -hmm. and when these mass predictions come out um and you have thousands of people feeding those seeds 
And then we keep wondering why things aren't getting better in the world. It's like, what aren't we getting? We planted the seed. We made this garden together. Mm -hmm. So what garden do you want to grow? What seeds do you want? So how do we tap into that gift of reframing to see that it's actually a gift and we're in a time of challenge. But what I've learned, because um, through my own illnesses and my initiations and the challenges that I've been through, is that the lessons are nothing less than exquisite. Mm. Nothing less than exquisite. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that I come with blinders on most of the time. I know that sounds a little odd, but so when the year before COVID, remember, Sandra, I called you up and said, oh, I've got this this book I want to write. I, it's a movie for Hollywood. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like telling her, like, yes, it's going to be a time when people can't go outside and they're going to have to wear these. I, I saw these head bubbles <laughs> and I'd like I was pitching the idea to Hollywood <laughs> and I like I had no idea that. I was seeing a prophecy for the, the coming year ahead when people couldn't go outside and they were going to have to wear masks. But I think I just see things with rose colored glasses that I, I'd put it 40 years out to the future, you know, and I was going to make a blockbuster movie out of the whole thing. And then, you know, as, as it rolled out, you know, my movie producer friend said, mm, I don't think anyone wants to buy that movie right now, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. You know, I think um, it, it gets really tricky because we want, we want, we're tired. We want to see things change, but they will change if we stay in the present. I mm -hmm. mean, and, um, and they will change for us if we do our personal work. And so one of the things, one of the challenges I think that we have to embrace as we enter into this new year is um, are you trying to save others mm. um, or are you trying to do the work that's important for you to do so that you become spiritually strong, you go through a rebirth um, in the initiation that we're going through right now and you can become stronger to be able to be of service to the rest of the planet. You know, are you taking that time or are you too busy trying to figure out how do we save what's going on in this city? How do we save what's going on here? How do we save what's what's going on? Um, you know, we're getting a little bit too far outside of ourselves where the trick is, is how present can we be to ourselves in the second, in the moment? And just like Renee was saying, it's in the present that you're told, make a left turn and you're going to find the love of your life. <laughs> it's not going to be predicted. It's going to come in a second and you might miss it. You know, you, you might miss it. And Hollywood is actually trying to embrace this concept a little bit. And um, there's a show out there. I won't mention the name of the show, but I'm, I'm sure some of you watch it. 
And it's about the multiverse. It's about um, a couple in the multiverse where um, they both made different choices and that created a different three different realities for them. And unfortunately, they blend all three realities together, so I can't follow the show. <laughs> I love that show. I've been watching, that's probably one of my new favorite shows, actually. It's in trouble. It, uh, it's too tough for people. They can't, they can't handle it. Um, but the point is, is that it's our present choices that create these different roads. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and and staying in the present means staying at home in yourself. Mm-hmm. And and we're so focused on others right now and the outer world and saving the environment and saving this. And, and they're they're all really wonderful things. I'm donating to amazing causes right now, just unbelievable, heartwarming causes. But my job right now is staying present inside of myself and listening for what I need to do for my own healing and what I need to do so I don't get trapped in the predictions that start coming out on Mm. January 1st. (laughs) That's so true. When you were talking, I was thinking about this realization I had yesterday. Living up in the Pacific Northwest has all of its beautiful glories, but in December you have absolutely only seven hours of sunlight. And, well, I shouldn't even say sunlight. I'm going to back that off. You have like seven hours of light, and sometimes it rains most of the day, so you might have an, an hour's space of, of of when you can go out and take that wind walk. Yesterday I was realizing that I hadn't really gotten into this headset yet about what can I do in seven hours of light, how do I structure my day to get the most out of the light? So that kind of brings me back to your idea of in that present moment, in that present moment of seven hours of light, how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to forecast my own day when you can't even know whether it's going to rain one minute or if it's going to be too cold or all of that? So that that present moment living means Oh, the rain just broke. I'm going to take a walk. And talk that's really about living in the in the moment and why you can't always do it. Like even with my work I'm there well it's only going to be dark at 4:30 anyway, so I might as well take my walk now. I can come back and work at night. And I start to structure my day more with nature cycle and the rest of it is is out there in the ethers and I have no control over it anyway. Yeah, linear time is all an illusion, you know, so being able to stay with that. You know, I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we've been in drought for a really long time. And um, this summer, uh, they predicted a really, really dry uh, summer. And every day, they predicted a dry day. Um, And we had more rain than I can remember. Um, this summer, maybe over your house, it was raining. No, it was raining, <laughs> raining through Santa Fe. It was, it was like all of a sudden the sky would open up, you know, at the same time every day, um, and rain would come down. 
and and then at the end of the summer they declared that we were at a drought um which actually new mexico is never at a drought it just gives um more reason to keep building and not and telling people they don't have to worry about water issues but that's that's another story that's a different show i won't complain about that (laughs) but you know, this is this is a classic story of predictions. No rain is coming, right. and every day rain came. <laughs> um, and so, it's just um, we're tender. I, we're all feeling tender right now. Um, I have to be careful about every thought I have. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have to make sure for my nervous system when I start to think about things that I'm getting upset about. I start to feel myself shaking inside. So I've realized that I'm in a very tender place Mm -hmm. and I need to think about uh, the best of life and what life is giving me right now. And so, um, so if you want to read the predictions for the new year, read the predictions for the new year, but just know that nobody Nobody really knows the future. Nobody mm-hmm. knows the future. And um, you might miss an incredible opportunity coming your way if you go too far out and you forget to stay in the present. Mm-hmm. And people say to, to me, what else? What else? You know, people are reaching out and it's just taking life step by step. Mm-hmm. One step at a time. That's it. Well, I would just like to say a really good present moment experience mm-hmm. is to blow your wind whistle. And I've used it with people with all kinds of, um, you know, behavioral health issues. You know, when you're really anxious and stuff, when and it, it, you don't have a wind whistle, that's okay. Uh, can I blow it, Sandra, and show that it's a present moment experience. You breathe and you get back in the present. You're not breathing for yesterday and you're certainly not breathing for the predictions down the road. You're breathing for the right now. And from that present moment experience, like Sandra said, that next left hand turn could be something beyond your wildest dreams. So, yes. so why don't we blow the wind whistle so we can all get in the present moment as we come to the end of this year and, you know, journey from the insides of our souls and our hearts to the present. go forward in peace in the present moment.
That was beautiful. It always brings me back to home. I was really hoping that you were going to blow your wind whistle today to um, help us bring in the new year. Um, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to do. So thank you so much for doing that. And for those of you who don't have a wind whistle, let me just tell you, you can roll up your fingers like this and tighten them around here. And just the, the constricting of the air through your fingers. So don't feel like, oh, I got to get a wind whistle. You have the wind whistle. And Sandra, she can whistle. So I can't, but she can. <laughs> well, the universe has temporarily taken away from me my whistle. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's really interesting. And it's another show that we can do on... Um, on how you um, deal with losses that come into your life. For oh, yeah. 40 years, I've been known for my unbelievable ability to whistle. And right now, my body is in a place where it um, whistling isn't coming out. And oh. so um, I'm fine with it. I'm absolutely fine with it because I understand that something else is coming mm -hmm. and my whistle might come back and it might not. And um, I know that many of you have experienced losses in your life and Renee and I are masters at talking about loss. So there will be another show. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. We'll have more shows on losses in 2022. <laughs> <I> <laughs> well, stay with us. And we will be uh, we will be back and make sure if you haven't already liked us on YouTube that you subscribe now, because I'm hoping we're already over 10,000. But if we're not, we need every last subscription and keep subscribing anyway and have a, a very happy new year. And we're, it's a blessing to sit here with, with Sandra and you each week. It's it's been such a heartwarming thing to know that we have a circle of support a circle of love, a circle where we might not always agree with each other, but we always drop into the power of honor, kindness, respect, compassion, and love and light. And so it is such a joy. I was telling my husband this morning, it's such a joy to do this show with Renee and for both of us to be able to share whatever we could share with you to um, help you get through, remember the only way out is through. Mm. And so we have new opportunities coming to us in the new year. Embrace it. Embrace it. So blessings to you, everyone. Mm.